The first step in getting closer to God is to realize that you need to or that you want to. And the second step in getting closer to God is to realize that it's possible. I want to encourage you to check out my book, Getting Closer to God, Anthologies from the Forefront Trilogy, Book 2. I think this will really be helpful to you in your pursuit of the Lord and help you understand what I learned over the first 30 plus years of my life as a believer, as a minister, and as a missionary in uh, a lot of the countries of the earth. Check it out. Anthologies from the Forefront, Book 2, Getting Closer to God. It's on Amazon. Take your leadership to the next level. It's time for the Foundational Missions Leadership Moment with Scott McClelland of FX Missions. Hi, Scott McClelland here. Thanks for joining us. Hey, we're taking a break this week from our encore performance of Snares of Young Leadership, and we are featuring a leadership moment recently completed with Bill Fault. Bill is a missionary. He has been in 50 countries, I think. He's taken some time with us. He was actually in Central Mexico uh, when we did the leadership moment with him, so we're thankful he took time to join us. Interesting story he talks about here when it comes to a crisis moment in his leadership that actually involves uh, being called on the spot in China, if you will. So very, very cool story. Hey, listen to the end and check out Bill's contact information if you want to get in touch with him. And as always, thanks for joining us for the Leadership Moment. We're very thankful today to be joined by Bill Fault, Jr., Bill, thanks for being with us. Oh, thank you. I'm talking to you from the state of Morelos in Mexico. Morelos. Man, that's one of my favorite states now. I'm not sure I've been exactly where you are in Morelos. Where are you? In a small town called La Colonia Obrera, which is near Yautepec. Okay. As as I mentioned before, my bearings in that state come from uh, Cuernavaca, the land of eternal spring. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. <laughs> is that the climate? Yeah, the flowers, the climate is so great there so much of the year. Is that also the, the case in the part of Morelos you're in? Absolutely. Man, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place. And so nice. Eternal spring, as they call it. Well, thanks for joining us, uh, Bill, on the leadership moment. Really appreciate you taking time to do so, especially when you're on the field. If you don't mind, just take just a minute for us and introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about your background. A lot of our leadership moments are focusing on the subject of missions, and I know you're you're actively engaged in a mission. So take a minute, if you would, Bill, and just catch us up on uh, on who you are, where you're coming from, and, and what you're doing. All right. Uh, it's interesting. I believe God had missions in mind. Um, even when I was born into a military family, I mm. was uh, accepted Christ on the third story of an apartment building in Würzburg, Germany. When I was seven, uh, we were playing church. I was playing the preacher, and I was my first convert. So <laughs> the Lord really uh, just uh, touched my heart, and my mother led me to Christ. And Mm. Then, uh, you know, coming back into the States and uh, growing up in church, kind of cut my eye teeth on the pew, if you will, and 
started leading worship at 15, um, starting playing uh, instruments at nine. I uh, took my first missions trip when I was 17, just fresh out of mm-hmm. high school, and went to mm-hmm. the Philippines. Wow. I was, was there for about a month, and uh, at that point, really got bit by the missions bug. And um, <laughs> But then um, got married early. My wife, Linda, we've been married for 38 years. Um, wow, congratulations. Uh, thank you. We have five children, eight grandchildren. Wow. Uh, we've uh, pastored uh, two churches, one in northern Wisconsin and one in Irving, Texas area, mm-hmm. for uh, almost 15 years. And all the while, we were involved in missions. Of course, I'm still I'm skipping a lot of details. Sure, sure. Just for the sake of time here. But, um, but then in uh, late 2003, we heard um, the the Lord call to that we would go into missions full time, and it's. It's been a, a journey, uh, a long journey, a very uphill journey, very slow progress. I mean, I'm, I just turned 58 this last weekend, and I'm just now, I, I guess you might say I'm a late bloomer because I'm just now hitting full stride and uh, in missions. So it's taken about, wow. about 15, 14, 15 years to really get up to speed, and, but God has been good, and we're having the time of our life. Wow. Well, that, that is very cool. Um, you know, I, I, uh, I want to say right off the bat there, you know, thank you for your faithfulness and pursuit of what the Lord's called you to do there. And to hear that you're hitting your stride here at, at, you know, at 15 years in, of course, gives hope to those of us who've been doing it or following behind you, I guess. I'm, that's close to, very close to the same timeline as my focus in missions has been. So that's, uh, that's awesome. Thanks for your faithfulness. Oh, and, you're you welcome. Know, it's, it's our pleasure for sure. Well, it's, I know from a family standpoint that, you know, missions is not the easiest recipe. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's worthwhile. It's rewarding. And, you know, it definitely is manageable, but it, it does introduce some, uh, some variables that you don't get when you're stuck in a single context or even inside the States for that matter. So I appreciate you overcoming the, the hurdles and obstacles there, uh, that come with it. And, you know, thanks for your, your service, uh, to the King there. Well, thank you. It's uh, again, it's our pleasure and we're grateful the Lord chose us. Absolutely. Well, I, uh, I just, uh, kind of, turn our conversation toward the subject of leadership, this leadership moment. We we typically talk about uh, a variety of subjects, all focused on leadership, obviously, and how they might dovetail into that focus. But one of the things I would expect that you might have specific grace for and, and uh, strength on is uh, relative to leadership in the multicultural aspect. You've been in a lot of cultures You've been in a lot of countries. Mm-hmm. You've done ministry in a lot of environments with a lot of different people and probably in a lot of, what do you say, positions or stratas of leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're working as a missionary. I suspect you're working with a lot of pastors of a variety of seasoning. Yep. <laughs> and you're working with uh, other missionaries. Uh Likewise, and and all of that in a context that is not your home context. So what can you tell us or what comes to mind 
when you think about leadership relative to multicultural aspects of it? Uh, we've worked in uh, Brazil, uh, Costa Rica, Nicaragua, uh, Mexico, Indonesia, Philippines, China, uh, Burundi, and Kenya and Africa. And uh, I have one book that's in South Korean. Wow. So we, we focus a lot on pastoring pastors. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and in that context, um, really kind of getting into the nitty gritty, if you will, of uh, <laughs> the philosophy of ministry, you know, why you do what you do, you know, and really casting vision. Really a lot of what I do is uh, helping people, helping pastors sort through what they believe God is saying to them about, you know, what is the next phase of their ministry and and prodding them by asking them questions, a lot of private time. And yes, we do conferences and whatever, but my real joy is sitting at the kitchen table, mm. uh, minus the food. Uh, most of the time, I try to push the plate back a little bit and, and really just spend that that true breaking breaking bread time with pastors and leaders and hearing their hearts and um, inspiring them. And so that's really the the crux of what we're doing. That's powerful. I think, you know, so much of the time when we're starting out in leadership, especially it seems like when we're starting out in leadership, our concept of the subject is, uh, you know, focused on a stage. Absolutely. Um, I know mine was and certainly has been, you know, over the years or at times in my life. But, you know, you think back, too, to the house arrest situation, right, with uh, with Paul in a couple of scenarios there that he went through. He wasn't doing a lot of stage time there, but that might be why we have a number of letters <laughs> that we wouldn't have had if he would have been on stage all that time, I guess. Yeah. But uh, writing, wow. uh, writing and, and conducting a ministry from prison is uh, probably not advised, but... Uh, <laughs> What, what, one of the things that we're we're doing, brother, is um, really, especially when you're talking about multicultural ministries, we're really trying to stretch the limits on the different avenues that ministry is available these days. I mean, it is so crazy amazing how much ministry is available. I, th- I think some people are not looking for it, maybe, but just like you said, it's really not so much about the pulpit and the other classic, you know, uh, things that we thought about, you know, crusades and, 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 and all of that's valid, of course, is still very valid. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, medical missions, educational missions, all of those things. But even in, on the field where we're challenging, challenging churches to, to look beyond, I mean, we've got one, one church we're working with is the getting into aquaponics, mm. which is uh, using fish to fertilize the water to grow plants. Instead of you know, because there's some places you go, the the soil management it's just not been there, and and so the, the the soil is almost worthless. And so, you know, between aquaponics, between uh, writing books, between getting involved in government, between I mean, there's so many things these days. So we really feel God's using us to stretch the church at home and mm. abroad to to look on the field that is ripe in the in 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 so many different contexts than what we would traditionally look for. Wow. 
unconventional kind of approach there you're describing. And I think that's where we're going to find a lot of our opportunity downrange is uh, in an unconventional expression, you know, that the Lord would lead us to. So that that's very, very, very cool. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad to, to know that about what you guys are doing. Any other nuggets you want to say or share about multicultural leadership? Maybe can you can you tell us about a time, uh, maybe early in your missions going or or ministry, when you were confronted with something that was different? You realized, wow, this is different than what I'm used to or what I knew about or what I've experienced up to now, relative to leadership, and I need to bring this on board. Is that is there an example that comes to mind? Absolutely. When I was in China, I did not know how heavily they were into theology, and I'm talking about the above ground church. You know, we hear, we hear mm-hmm. a lot about the church underground, but uh-huh. the registered churches are quite different, and mm-hmm. uh, and that's where I was. And um, so I was sitting on a stage. It was it, it was a Q and A session, actually for about three hours. The first question to me was, Brother Bill, what qualifies you to sit on that stage? And I and I had to admit to them that I have no uh, Bible college degree, and mm-hmm. um, it was it was sort of unnerving uh, mm-hmm. at the time. I had a, just a small glimpse of what Jesus must have felt when he was asked those questions <laughs> by the Pharisees. But anyway, so. I sat there and I, I I just submitted to God. I said, God, you know, you're going to have to give me the the answer because I I'm not sure. I, but I just really dug deep and I and I sensed the Lord's leading. And so I said, fortunately or unfortunately, however you want to look at it, God did not put me on that track. Part part of it was the church that I was attending at that time, and we're talking late seventies. That wasn't mm-hmm. uh, wasn't pro education, and mm-hmm. so. Because of that, there seemed to be no other option. You know, we got married early. Still glad about mm-hmm. that. And yeah, yeah. Um, started having children. And, you know, when you get children, you don't, you, your time is very limited. And, but I told him, mm-hmm. I said, early on, the Lord, the Lord led me to live by revelation. And then I described that as just a means. And, and I think this will really speak to somebody who's listening right now, uh, Scott, is, is that, there, there are plenty of people, and this is what I told the folks in China. I said, there are plenty of people that will get their four-year degree and they'll stop learning because they got, mm. they finally met the expe- the expectation that man has. And, wow. and, and I said, you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't have that opportunity. That was not the track that I was on. I said, but every day of my life, I learned something about the Lord, learned something about his word, and learned something about me. And I said, I've chose to live by revelation. And I said, and I, so I challenged them. I said, if you only had two choices, because in, in the uh, above ground church, they have to take about at least eight years of, of uh, school, and then they have to serve four to six years. So that's a lot of commitment. And then not even wow. know that you would be chosen to be a pastor. And oh, my. So I told them, I said, if you only had two choices, you know, studying f- uh, f- four years and they're never learning anymore, or the life that God led me to leave and and, the, and that is living by revelation i said which would you choose and it was a hundred percent of them said we would choose what you've done and so lord mm. kind of vindicated me but at the same time kind of validated you know what he had done in me and mm. s- since then you know i've been given two honorary degrees and 
and an opportunity soon to go into other education. I'd like to do that, of course. Wow. But I've just noticed, I've just noticed that living by revelation in whatever context they're in, whether it's on the field, whether it's in the States, whatever, it, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, I've just been in the, the school of life, the school of the spirit, the, the school of the Bible and, and really allow the Holy spirit to teach. And of course we've been a lot of great people that have spoken to our lives and stuff too. It, it, it all counts. Thank you for saying that. I, I really relate to what you're saying personally. And I think it also will reverberate with others. Uh, the, I, I have noticed as you've indicated there that some people, they, they get through a term of le- learning and then that's the end of the line yeah. or, or the expectations are not such maybe internally that they could continue to learn. But I think the Lord's given us life as, a, you know, the, in, the entirety of our lives as, a, as an opportunity to continue learning and learning how to follow him better and become more Christ-like. So that to me is uh, just really, I'm thankful you said that. Thanks for sharing that. Um, oh, you're welcome. We're running out of runway here, but I re- again, I really appreciate you joining us. Uh, we'll we'll try to double back with you in, in a future session and continue this conversation for sure. Really appreciate it once again that you took time on the field to talk with us. If someone who's uh, who's heard today wants to double back with you, make contact with you, perhaps know a little more about your ministry or what you guys are doing, how can we help them find you, Bill? Okay, website is legacyofworship.com. Okay. If they want to contact email, it's just bill at legacyofworship.com. We'll put that in our in our uh, publication notes there so folks can make uh, easy access to that. Legacyofworship.com or bill at legacyofworship.com for email. Very good. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Bill. And we will look forward to... Uh, catching you down range. Thanks for being with us, bro. You're welcome. Let's see you. This Leadership Moment was produced in partnership with Engaging Missions. Have your leadership question answered by contacting Scott at scott at fxmissions.com. Visit FX Missions to learn more about how you can grow your leadership and engage in missions. Visit engagingmissions.com for encouragement, insight, and resources from missionaries, ministry leaders, and church planters.